0: I'm Willow Wilson. I play Renette Bollinger. She's going to the chapel and she's going to solve a murder. Going to a chapel and she's going to solve a murder. Hi, I'm Mary
1: Stack, and I play Georgie Sullivan. And this retired history teacher is more than a little curious as to why she doesn't know the history of this chapel on Little Island, but more so why people are being so tight-lipped about it.
0: I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I play Birdie, the town menace, breaker of boat ramps, and public disturbance number one. Maybe public enemy number one if
2: you ask Flossie. Hi, my name is Jazz Eisinger, and I play Doris Featheringham, and Doris definitely has been to this island before.
3: My name is Jonah Knight, and this is Roll to Metal, a Brindlewood Bay actual play murder mystery podcast. And this right here is Our Ladies of Safe Harbor, written by Sean Patrick Kane. More information about him is in the show notes. Okay, let's go. Doris, you were saying?
2: I was saying. I think I've been to this island before, and I I remember that symbol. It was it was on a submarine, and I know I wasn't supposed to see it. Now, ladies, I know we all here act like we're 45. Some of us are a little bit older than that, so it's, it's a couple more decades for me than for some of you to remember back that far. But that symbol... That's on your hymnal there. I definitely remember that. There was something that crashed on the island? Washed up on it? So I remember going down to the beach and seeing that symbol on a piece of a boat. And they told me it was a submarine. But they wouldn't tell me anything else. I was, I was very young, so maybe the more we talk about it the more I'll remember. That's how that works. That sounds
0: right to me. Let's just keep talking about it. So boats, huh? A submarine. Also, there there was a weird boat thing that I saw a little while ago. Um, My memory is hazy because uh, we've been through a lot and also uh, I'm allowed uh, to not remember things. Correct. Um, But it definitely, there's something out there that's not supposed to be and it seems weird. So maybe we should also explore that because it seems like a lot of things are connected. And also, where did that come from? When did you see this? You said you were young,
2: like child or? Oh, this was the 1940s, darling. Oh, so you're like old, old. <laughs> Didn't I just say that? I, I'm, I've am i got a few years on you, darling. I, I just wanted to rub it in. Forgive me. Have you noticed the part where I've kept up with you the whole time?
0: <clears throat> um. Uh keep telling us about the boat yeah yeah back to the boat the ninth the boat from the 1940s when you were alive and we weren't (laughs) i think this is it (laughs) oh god i I think this might have been this might (laughs) be having a heart attack day Has no one ever <laughs> expressed to her that she's old? Is this the straw that broke the camel's back? Because it's not the first time she's been old. Like it doesn't just right. hit you one day. Well, confronting I mean, reality can be hard. That's it, it happens. Yeah, I don't. I know it. It's like it's like in the Wizard of Oz
2: where she just starts to like shrivel up. Is that mm. what's happening all at once? Yeah. It's just a very long time to remember back, sweethearts. Ah, oh, it's a it's a very long time to remember back. So so there was a boat and there was this symbol and it was on this island and I was very young. You not not, not you you here. U boat. That's what it was. It was a U boat that had this symbol on it. I don't know how it got here. I was ten. It wasn't exactly the time at which you asked the questions of what is a U boat and why is it in the river? But it was here. I know it was here. So U boat, some as in
0: like made of the wood plank U, or like a U boat no, as like, in like the letter, letter U. U. That that's okay. what they were, that's what the submarines were called back in the day. I don't know enough about boats to help. They were German.
2: Yeah. Okay. Our history teacher should know something about U boats. Yeah. Oh yeah. Take take it away, Georgie
0: yeah all of your, your your knowledge on the on the U-boats. You're sure it was a
2: U-boat. Well, that's what they were saying. i I was a child. I was overhearing conversations. I shouldn't have heard, you know how it is when you're small and young and you get into places you shouldn't and see things you shouldn't. Yeah, we're still doing that.
1: I'm just thinking about um, a piece of Brindlewood Bay's history. In the late eighteen hundreds, a whaler, a whaling ship, had set out from the bay and returned with an odd-looking whale. I guess the descriptions were that it was tentacle-like with oily black eyes, and you know, this would have been a good seventy years before your your submarine crashed. And I'm just um, I'm just wondering if these. If there's something in the water, <laughs> that it could be connected. We have weird sigils. We have U-boats washing up on shore, and we have stories about odd-looking whales.
0: Yeah, there's some funky, funky stuff going on around the, around the island and the river and everything. How Georgie, I am so glad that you take notes seriously. Um. <laughs> Well, she's a teacher, so. Right, right, of course. Uh, What would we do without you? Seriously, I have no idea where that came from. How do you know these things? You're so smart, Georgie. I can't believe you knew that off the top of your head by yourself. You did, yeah. All by myself.
1: I totally remembered that whole conversation that I had. I believe it, yeah.
0: That's classic Georgie right there. Hmm. So, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, so that symbol was on the U-boat, and it was the same symbol on the, the hymnal that we found in the, in the chapel, in the, I don't know, the, the loft with the choir benches or whatever.
2: I don't know why the sigil that I saw when I was a girl would be on a hymnal here, but it is the same island.
0: And it, it's not and not recognizable. it's not recognizable from anything else, from any other military things from that era.
2: No, not that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Not that I went into the military or anything like that, but. Just to circle no. back to the
1: weirdness that has been happening and the the multiple times I think we have um, maybe theorized about cult activity. That's,
0: uh, yeah. That's the, I'm picking the up what you're putting down. It's, yeah, it the feels part, You mean that, fillies the, and yearlings and colts? No, oh, with idea. a U. <laughs> sure.
1: You know, like oh, you yes, boat <laughs> Whatever keeps you from breaking again, my dear.
0: <laughs> the... There is also the map with the red X over the island, and I know sometimes it's like a treasure map or that kind of thing, but I don't know. The fact that everything was written in the same kind of red, same and it's just all weird.
1: Everything's kind of spooky. That odd whale that, wa- that the whaler brought back, they they sold it and people collectors of sorts purchased it and those parts went everywhere. And so proceeds came into our little community and that's um, how they could build our town, this little town. And so if I don't, I don't know if there, there's something there, but believers of
0: sorts could gather. So our town is founded from like a Demonic cult whale is what you're telling me. I that's what so. I'm hearing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. That does not bode well for us, but also makes a lot of sense. Yeah. A lot of things I'm are starting su- to make sense now, and yet no sense
2: at all. I'm not so sure we should host a wedding here now.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's like bad vibes. If if there's like cult stuff happening, or happening. I don't know, some people might pay extra for that. I think
1: that's true. So. I think I need to actually tell this story at the next knit along to get the young people in. We could definitely tell. (gasps) Wait,
0: wait, what if that's a new play we put up? Like uh, about our town's history, but it's like Mm -hmm. the the the, secret history. Instead of Moose Murders, but we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out when it comes to it. Um, But you know, there's no way we're producing Moose Murders because that's ridiculous. But anyway, salty stuff. Yes. Speaking of all the weird stuff, I feel like there's a couple more things that we need to do because we're getting a lot of clues and not a lot of answers. This is super weird. I feel like we should put a pin in it, though, because it's weird. We did want to talk to Sister Jeffries, and I also, I believe we, who was it? One of us. Someone saw, it was me. So
1: yes, <laughs> it was over. definitely you that saw a path down to the water. Yeah, okay,
0: so it was me, so.
1: Yes, sure. <laughs>
0: Um, so, and then I saw that weird path thing, kind mm-hmm. of path leading off to the beach. And then like the weird stuff, I feel like we should explore that too before, we're, you know, kicked off this Island for, um, for stuff, yeah. things. and
1: since we're probably going to get kicked off anyways, I do feel a strong pull to go, uh, poke at that donation box again or review the photos that I took of it. I feel like there's more there.
0: Yeah, we kind of just like looked at it and was like, yep, that's what it is. Should we split up then? Or I don't know. That never seems to go well for me personally. Yeah, we do it anyways, regularly. (laughs) Well, we never learn. I mean, at least I'm the only one who has to see my failures. uh, That does make me feel better. What failures? You only ever come back with triumphs. God, yeah, that's what you tell us. I don't even know what I'm talking about it's this weather it's messing with my sinuses and that's making my brain not work. Probably oh my God. I totally understand. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, the last that, you know, sister Jeffries was in the groundskeeping shed with Liam, uh, Olivia and Dickie jr. Probably still in the tent. You saw flossie leave. Maybe she's also in the dining tent that would leave Abraham Castro still inside the chapel and i believe that the four of you are just inside the door so you could go anywhere
0: while we're here should we do the lockbox then i mean i've al- i already when it, i think i should stay separate from that because of stuff that happened when i was in that room i don't want to feel you know, like right. like i'll just let it be someone else's thing no right yeah that's i did find the paper towels though that snow globe disaster
1: is still in that room, right? And nobody did anything about that. I'm going in under the guise of cleaning up that mess and maybe retrieving. I didn't get a good look at what the snow globe was, but there might be some pieces of sentimental value we can pull out to give to Flossie. So, you know, that's my story. I mean, fuck story. her. She's such,
0: she's, no, you don't have I to need do anything hook. nice for I need for a cover her.
1: story. <laughs> That's, oh, that's my fair. cover story. And I need this to look at this lockbox. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's a good, that's a good call. Okay. I'm going to not do that. And I'm going to let you handle that. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't mind if people, if one or two of you ladies would potentially I'll with you. Yeah. yeah
0: someone to I'm so good at pleading and organizing.
1: Yes. Uh, it's crazy. Yes. It is your jam from what I understand. And then Abraham is still in the chapel, so I don't know. Let's just prevent him from coming to that
0: office. Maybe Doris and I could try to talk to him and maybe also Sister Jeffries while we're while we were around. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely shouldn't be there for Liam because it seems like every time he sees me, it just gets worse. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty adamant about him being a murderer or whatever. So Yeah. I mean, he, cause he, he is, he is a murderer. Like, like we're positive about, we're positive about There's that. There's right? no way we could be wrong. No, we, we, I like, I don't know. I feel like something in the dice, something in the, sorry, in the, in the it just feels like he definitely killed, killed Nick. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't need to question that. And then slept at his, like, place of work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't need to, house? We don't need to question anything. Mm-hmm. Cool.
3: Cool. Yeah. So who is going where?
0: I am going to the office. I will be joining. I will um, stick around here and uh, check in with uh, whoever else is in the chapel.
3: Abraham Castro is still in the chapel. You all can sort of see him. He's sitting alone towards the front in a pew. He is on his phone and probably not listening to your conversation.
0: Doris, do you wanna take a quick detour to the groundskeeping shed? Or I can go with you, but it doesn't matter to yeah. me. I mean that's yeah, like like let's go both do that. Let, let's both sure, yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, Abraham do- looks he's fine. He's fine. God, did the cult invite us? I mean Are we invited by the cult instead? I mean that
1: seems the most to be the most plausible explanation.
2: Are you saying the cult murdered someone and then invited you here to solve the mystery? I, don't know, I mean, not that cult sounds anybody. pretty reasonable. That sounds like really a cult good at demo. our jobs. Yeah, they, that's how
0: they recruit people. Yeah. The, <laughs> oh my god, you guys! The cult wants us. No, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah obviously cool, no, but like items or whatever. So we're yeah. good. We don't need a cult. Yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, it's a no, but like you know, it just feels like they want us. It feels so
1: nice to be wanted.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been in my fair share of cults, but this one seems weird, you know? Oh, I you want even more, know that, more information on that later. <laughs> I mean, we kind of knew. All right. You know, this like a all... couple things with groupy stuff. It was the and 70s. Then like, and then like a couple like Weight Watchers things. It's all cults, you know? Yeah.
3: Doris and Renette, you leave the chapel, it's going back out into the rain, With your rain gear still on, I assume. Yeah. It does look like this storm might be starting to thin out. You can see some lighter skies in the distance headed your way. And now it just kind of seems like a mild wash rather than a deluge. So you make your way across the well-manicured lawn towards the groundskeeper shack. The doors are open, and as you get closer you can hear sister jeffries and liam liam seems very distraught and very apologetic and as the two of you get closer you can tell that he is very emotional about a broken stained glass window and sister jeffries while it doesn't seem like she's blaming him It is kind of on him because he did say he would take care of this. And the two of you are outside. You could go in in the middle of this conversation. You could uh, do something else.
0: I mean, I'm thinking I just
2: walk on in. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to call out ahead of time and go, Sister Jeffries. Hello. Are you out here?
0: Hello. Hello. Oh, Sister Jeffries! There
3: you are. Yeah, it looks like Sister Jeffries and Liam are turning, just as Renette barges right in with Doris just behind. Sister Jeffries kind of straightens herself. It looks like she's she, you know, she's fully garbed in her in her formal work attire as a nun, but it looks like she has a very well matching uh, rainproof poncho on. Colors match in everything. And she turns to the two of you. It looks like Liam is very red in the face. Looks like his eyes are very red. And Sister Jeffries turns to the two of you. And says, "Yes, uh, I'm sorry. Was there was there something you needed? Something I can help with?"
0: Well, first of all, are you all right, Liam? Do you need anything?
3: No, I'm fine. I'm I'm all right. Sister Jeffries has a very has very tight lips. We're just uh, we're just working through a few things here. Was there was there? Did you either of you have a question about something? Was there something you needed me for?
0: Oh, was it the thing about the the storm that broke that? I mean, it must have been the storm that broke the window right there. I mean, you can tell the way the glass is shattered. I mean, I read a lot of mystery novels. That's like that's like that that's clearly storm damage. You know, you could probably get like
2: an insurance
0: claim or something for that.
2: Oh, and I think I know someone that might be able to fix it. My nephew's fiancé's second cousin once removed who lives down the road. Not down this road. Down a different road. No, a different road. Close to Wood Bay. Oh, okay. Down the road, figuratively speaking. Okay. Uh, he might he might be able to help with that uh, re- reassemblage.
3: Um, well, this particular... Artifact was sent in from one of the early monasteries from uh, our order. We will certainly try to see what we can do to fix it. This 400-year-old piece of glass.
0: I mean, that's the thing about glass. It's got about a 400-year limit.
3: Liam, he hears this, and he's just not making eye contact He's, he's looking around, he's looking at the ground, he's looking at everything that he can. I thought I secured it. I thought I secured the whole, the box against, nothing else happened in here. Nothing else.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's some, sometimes storms work in mysterious ways. Oh yeah, speaking of, um, I mean, I know obviously that's not what this is, but vandalism, which is not what this is, obviously. Uh, there was a weird symbol on this book in the in the chapel, and I was wondering. Uh, Abraham and uh, and people didn't really seem to know exactly what it was. Do you recognize this symbol?
3: And Sister Jeffries comes forward, and she furrows her brow. It's like, can I? Do you hand it to her? Are you holding it, and she's I'm just, just looking. Holding
0: at holding it
3: up. This was. This was in the chapel and she reaches out to take it from you.
0: I um I um I I don't let her take it, but I don't look like I'm snatching it away from her. I kind of just like turn it in my hand and like flip through it like I'm just looking through it for funsies.
3: Yeah. You definitely feel that there is a gap between you. She doesn't want to get too physically close to someone. And maybe it stands out to you that she's never been physically close to anyone since you've been here. There's always a, a space between her and everyone. But her hands are trying to manipulate the pages as though she wants to see if, if if more of the book has been marked up. So she's she's got this sort of like reaching between your arm with one arm. And the other is like trying to like come around the top of the book because it looks like she, okay, she's, she sort of has her hands on it and then kind of gives you a look like, why are you not letting go? I guess I, I'm sorry. This was, this was vandalized inside the, I'm sorry. Can I, could I please see the book? How much uh, of a. I'm
0: showing it to you. Yeah, Yeah. here
3: Okay. But can I, can you roll the day move to see if she gets this out of your hands?
0: Yeah, sure. All
3: right, Uh, that's a nine on the dice. Doris, from your perspective, it looks like Sister Jeffries and Renette are now doing a tug-of-war over this book. And it kind of goes a little bit towards Sister Jeffries, and then it goes back towards Renette, and it looks like both of them are unwilling to get their hands off of this book.
2: May I roll the day move to step between the two of them and take it?
3: (laughs) Yes, please do. Wonderful. Now, what happens if this goes wrong?
2: I definitely rip pages out of the book. So we will have gone from graffiti to straight up tearing pages out of a hymnal. Unforgivable. Uh, that is also a nine.
3: Yeah, it looks like you have somehow also got two hands with a firm grip on this book. And the three of you are kind of pulling this book in three ways. Hey, it's very sturdy. It's a it's a hymnal that doesn't want to break. So none of you quite have an advantage. And as this tug of war is going on, Liam just leaves.
1: (laughs) Yeah, see, fair. That's fair.
3: Can you please just? I just I just would like to see this book. Could I? Could I?
0: I
2: mean i was showing it to you i just what if what if i hold it in the middle and we flip the pages all together the three of us can read this book (laughs) that is
3: that is not efficient i'm not trying to take it from you i just want to look through the book to see if there is more look now now these pages these pages are now being wrinkled
2: someone used a red marker on the front of the book i think this is a little bit beyond wrinkled
3: well, thank you. I can see that. I'm trying to see if there's more damage within the book, aside from what the two of you are doing by not letting go.
2: Doris, let's go.
0: I'll hands off and say, I already looked through it. I didn't see anything. But if you're so insistent. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I just wanted to know what the symbol was.
3: And so you let go.
0: Yes. Yeah, correct. Uh, she
3: doesn't answer you right away. She she sort of pulls it as though this is very valuable and very precious to her, and she turns and starts flipping through right away, very much looking for additional writing. She goes back to the cover, flips through the inside, back to the cover, uh, and is sort of ignoring you at this moment.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm reading over her shoulder.
3: As you sort of get close, she moves her shoulder away, so that there is a gap between the two of you. Whenever you try to get close enough to sort of... Make physical contact. She shuffles away again as though she wants to maintain that space.
0: I get it. No touching. No touching.
3: She doesn't look like she's hiding it. She just doesn't want anyone to be too close.
0: That's, I'll respect your comfort levels. Oh, I won't, I won't breach the bubble.
3: Georgie and Bertie. You've watched your friends go outside into the rain. You know where Brother Benjamin's office is.
1: I think we just head off in that direction. I have a backstory, <laughs> I'm a cover story, and here a for the pure chaos. Together so. combined. <laughs>
3: yep. You make your way around the side, and the door to the office is closed as you left it. Though it does look like this back door, seems like there's a little bit more water on the floor here than there was the last time you were in the hallway. Georgie, you were here most recent. It definitely looks like, the door was open, rain came in, and then the door was closed again.
1: Like somebody came in from the rain and brought water in with them, or the door was just open and rain got in?
3: You you do know that the door was firmly closed when you and Renette left this area before.
1: That's weird. I know we closed this door. Seems quite a bit wetter than it was when I was last year here.
0: That is weird, because when we chased Wari down... She didn't come anywhere near and I, from what I can tell, she's still on the boat. You chased So maybe worried. someone else came in? Hmm? What I'm sorry, what? you chased worried what what? What? Oh it's no, just a know, little thing that happened. That. Um, <laughs> it's it's not a big deal, really. I might have dropped a boat ramp in the water by accident, but then you know I was like Maybe I shouldn't go for the impulsive thing. So I did stop before trying to jump onto her boat. I'm sure things are fine, though. She did seem very distressed. I was just trying to get to her to explain. She must not have seen or heard you. Yeah. The rain and all that, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: I knock lightly on the um, office door just because now I'm worried that somebody is in there.
3: (laughs) There is no response.
1: I open the door and I just push it open.
3: <laughs> it seems at this at at first glance to be the way that you left it. The light is off, there is the shattered snow globe on the floor. Let's say you reach in and turn the light on, and it doesn't look like the place has been ransacked by anyone else.
1: <laughs> just us. <laughs> Um, I walk over to the desk and I pull out the lockbox.
3: You go to the bottom drawer and you take out this old ornate lockbox. The lock has been, looks like it has been pried open. One of the hinges is broken. Inside, there is that money that was there.
1: I don't know. People put weird things in donation boxes. So I'm going to pull the money out to see if there's anything under it if there's anything written on the money
0: Um, or if one of the coins is weird yeah
3: yeah so you're reaching your hand inside here or how are
1: you
0: don't do it (laughs) well now that you say that (laughs) jonah Hmm? i'm watching the door like a hawk like i am next to the door ready to like My my foot will stop it from opening if someone tries to come in while this is happening.
1: I'm ready. I turn the lockbox upside down and dump the contents onto the desk is how I'm approaching this threat. Sure. (laughs) Yeah,
3: that makes sense. So, Birdie, you can see your back is to the door. Your foot is in the door. You're you're not near the desk.
0: Right. I'm guarding the door to make sure no one comes in slash sees us. And so my foot is up against the closed door. So no one can immediately come in, even if they come in with a little bit of force.
3: So then you have a great view for Georgie dumping this lockbox out on Brother Benjamin's desk. There's a lot of ones. There's a couple of fives. Somebody put in a 20. But there is something about let's say six inches long wrapped in what looks like a sock. It looks like this was at the bottom of the lockbox.
1: It looks like a sock or it is a sock.
3: Well, Birdie thinks it looks like a sock because she's on the other side of the room. You can tell that this is a sock.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ew. I'm going to take out a knitting needle and open the, stick it in the end of the sock and open it to look in
3: the view is a little tricky at first but it looks like there's something in there you can hear something that sounds a little like metal maybe about the length of a long pen but thicker
1: dabbing utensil (laughs) i i grab the the toe of the sock and like pick it up to shimmy the item out without touching it
3: Mm mm-hmm So Bertie, you can see Georgie pick up the sock and out of the sock drops something that looks very much like a fork. And Georgie, you're close enough to see that this is a very old, old silver salad fork. This is that void clue that you you rolled some time ago (laughs) and then never looked inside the box to see what it was.
2: Is that a fork? <laughs> I believe it's a dinglehopper. <laughs> a what?
1: Yes, it's an old silver Are you high? <laughs> Are you good, Georgie? <laughs> I would never. It's a children's film. Oh, never mind. Yeah, it's an old, it's a, it looks fairly old, but it does appear to be some, um, some kind of fork.
3: And have you picked up this fork or is it just on the desk?
1: I, I'm going to use a sock to pick it up.
3: So your hand does not come in contact with the Finger, fork.
1: Fingerprints and whatnot. <laughs> okay, but like, what if it's magic? Touch it, do it. <laughs> what if it's a? Ma- I mean, the hula hoop was, did turn out to have uh, interesting properties, but I think I'm going to take a closer look before I, I touch it barehanded.
3: Well, let's say that you're very dexterous with a sock.
1: <laughs> I know my way around a sock.
3: Yeah, this is very old. You know something about history. It's well over 100 years old. It is silver. It is tarnished. It looks like perhaps it has spent a good amount of time underwater. On the handle, the very ornate side up, there is something that seems similar to this sigil that you've seen and on the back of it in very very tiny letters it says northern lodge
1: I drop it in surprise
3: it falls off of the desk and under it
1: oh i get down there to pick it up at while i'm saying thirty this is this is really weird. You have to look at this to make sure I I'm actually not high because this is, this is
0: kind of crazy. Yeah, of course. Do you pick it up?
1: Yeah, I, I well, if I don't know keeper, do I locate it and pick it up?
3: Georgie, can you roll the day move?
1: Okay, so I have a question because I haven't used my Gordon Shumway. Ah, And I can, I can use my kitty companion, Pearl, to get advantage on a roll. I like to do that for the day move. I don't know. Is she giving, like, do I just describe how she's helping? And like, what is the situation so I can work my way around it?
3: No, this is great. So your goal here is to continue to pick it up without touching it. Is that correct?
1: I think I'll, I'll bare it at this point. That's fine. Cause it's going to ultimately end up in my knitting bag.
3: This fork, you see it under the desk. It has sort of skid towards the edge and what you're rolling here is not injuring yourself on your hands and knees under a desk. How is Pearl going to help?
1: I'm guessing like visibility, under the desk is low like it's one of those like solid desks so like i'm reaching blindly under there i'm surprised to find that pearl seems to be kind of guiding my hand away from the pointy to the pronged end of the fork so that i i don't like jam my fingers into it
3: and what would go wrong in this situation if you fail this roll
1: I definitely stab my hand with the fork and bleed, I guess. <laughs> I too yeah. then have a finger injury of some kind. yeah, Everyone's hands are just effed up.
3: <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Go ahead and roll with advantage.
1: And then the ability I would be rolling with composure.
3: It feels like composure.
1: Oh, thank goodness that was Advantage. <laughs> um, that is a non-natural 12.
3: You reach for this fork, and Curl hops from your knitting bag and does a little sideways hop underneath the desk, rears up on her hind legs, and baps at the fork. And it moves closer to you so that you have a better... A better angle to pick it up and it is right in front of you
1: what happens to me when I still in, in shock and surprise because I'm still like oh my god it says Northern Lodge that sigil matches and mm-hmm. I just grab it
3: Birdie a moment later after Georgie has gone under the desk all is silent and oh. then Pearl walks out and looks at you and starts to walk around the room to explore. And there is no sound coming from under the desk.
0: Um, excuse me? I look under the desk. Is she there?
3: Yes. Georgie (gasps) is there, holding the fork in her hand, and staring at it.
0: Oh my god, you're silent.
3: And she doesn't respond.
0: Oh god, you're paused? You're frozen? What's happening? Does she? I I push her a little.
3: (laughs) What part of her do you push?
0: Wait, I find the sock. Where's the sock?
3: Oh, I think it's on the floor.
0: I pick up the sock and I, I put the gross sock on my hand and I push her on the shoulder.
3: She kind of wiggles, but does not fall over.
0: Is she responding at all? No. Girl, you can't do this to me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I try to move her out from under the desk. How? With my sock hand. Jonah.
3: Are you grabbing her by it. the shoulders? Are you grabbing her by the feet? Are you pushing the top of her head?
0: Um, I'm trying not to touch skin because I don't know what will happen. So I guess, yeah, I grab her by her feet by her shoes
3: yeah can you roll the day move (laughs) oh no just and now you do also have an injury on your hand so this is not at advantage you're trying not to injure yourself or her by dragging someone partially across the room
0: okay but this is one of my best friends yeah and she's not responding
3: You know, you're pausing here for a moment, and she is staring at this fork in her hand.
0: Jesus. Um, okay. So she's either having visions, or it has stopped time for her, or something awful is happening. I do think it is akin to the feeling that a mother gets when they see a child, like, trapped under a car, and it's that kind of, like, adrenaline rush of, like, fuck no. And so she literally just tries to drag her out um, as quickly and as efficiently as possible without hurting her.
3: And what would happen if something goes wrong?
0: I think that especially because she's in a vulnerable state and might not be able to react accordingly, um, Birdie would rather, like, fall and hurt herself, like, twist her wrist or something.
3: Can you roll with disadvantage because of the burned finger...
0: I think I think Birdie's first instinct is to go for the physical because she always does. Um, But then taking a look at her burned hand and all of the um, choices that she has made to allow herself to be injured in the past couple of mysteries and then ultimately just tries to get through to her emotionally. Um, Mm -hmm. So she just starts talking to her, um, trying to snap her out of it, like snapping in front of her face, um, carefully trying not to touch the fork either. Um, but just get any attention, shaking her shoulders, the clothes part, that sort of thing.
3: And it doesn't since you're not physically touching her, there's no disadvantage. Okay. Uh, what is the worst thing that can happen if this approach does not work?
0: I think that if it doesn't work or if I roll badly, Bertie would make the choice to touch the fork too, to just like see where she's at to see if she can go in and get her. Not the smartest move, but I think it'd be instinctual. That is a ten
3: you're snapping your fingers. You're waving your hands. You're speaking louder and louder. At some point in this, in this waving, in this manipulating your body to try to distract Georgie to try to get her attention, you do bump into the fork with your hand that has the sock on it. And the fork comes out of her hand and Georgie, Birdie is on the ground next to you. When just a moment ago she was not.
1: I don't know, so I don't know what happened while I was holding the
0: fork.
3: No, you—you're pretty sure you picked it up, but now it's on the floor in front of you.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Don't touch that fork! What? What are what? you thinking? What? Impulsive bitch! What are you doing? <laughs> what? What? How did do you not touch it? Here? Nope. You were nope. just—I take door. it away what? with my toad, like my my fully. Fully clothed foot, please. Thanks. But, but wait, Birdie. Listen. Uh uh-uh, No, says, you went away. No, you went away. That fork was fucked up. I hate that fork. We're leaving what are you it here. About. What are you talking you, about? You went all like, you into it. Like you were reading a book, you know how you get when you read and you're just like too into it and you can't hear anything mm-hmm. else except that was happening and it was like a weird magical thing. And you like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't stop looking at the fork and I thought you were gone forever and you can never do that to me ever again.
1: Okay, Bertie, I promise I will not touch this fork barehanded and I am with you. I will be with you. I, I love you. It's okay. I am a little upset that apparently something weird happened when I touched the fork, but I do think we need to take it with us. We won't touch it. We'll put it back on the sock, but hear me out. Hear me out. It says the Northern Lodge on it, which is the same as our key, as our hotel key. And the design, that filigree pattern on the handle of the fork, it matches the sigil, it looks like the sigil. I think it goes with our other, it goes with our collection of strange items and I think we need to take it with us, but we can wrap it in the sock and stick it at the bottom of my knitting bag. No one will touch it. We'll figure it out when we're, we're off this little island. And I, I hug her.
0: Birdie just shakily exhales um, and says, I hate that fucking fork. I, I know, Me too. Don't you dare ever do that again.
1: It's a terrible. Don't listen to
0: me and I'll kill you.
1: I will (laughs) I promise I'll listen to you. I hate this fork too. Let's put it in the knitting bag. And put away I have the sock on.
0: Let me take the sock off. This is a really gross sock. It's okay.
1: Yeah, it is a gross sock. Don't ever touch something like that again. I know I am the impulsive one and I, I won't. I promise to stop being impulsive as of now. Okay, let's not we don't need this gross sock. I have, fork. I have a a single finished sock in my bag. We'll put it in this pretty clean, beautiful sock. And we'll put this gross sock back in the donation box at the bottom, back in the drawer and quickly sift through the wreckage of the snow globe, just because it's our cover story. And if someone sees us coming out of the office.
0: Okay. Um, are there any pencils on the desk, like extra random pencils or pens? Yes. I take whatever is like the pen that looks the closest in length to that thing, and I put that in the sock, and I put it back in.
3: The lockbox is back in the desk. The I'm never
0: eating a fork with a fork ever again. <laughs> what about a
1: spork? They're, they're on thin ice. So work. Maybe that's our baby steps. We'll figure this out.
3: And as you put things back the way they were. When you got here, it takes a moment before you realize that Pearl is no longer in the room. Renette and Doris, Sister Jeffries slams the hymnal. She slams it closed and turns back to the two of you. Very tight lips. They're almost turning blue with how hard she's pushing them together. And her eyes are very sort of fiery. There's a little bit of flame behind them. And she calms a moment. Thank you for bringing this to me. Was there something else?
0: I mean, I was just real curious about the symbol. I mean, you definitely, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm misinterpreting things, but you certainly you certainly seem to like react to it pretty hard. So I was just curious. So is that Does that symbol mean anything?
3: I've never seen this before. I was reacting to vandalism. We haven't even opened yet, and already, already this.
2: Well, there's also been a murder. There has been a murder, yeah. So vandalism is bad, but there's also been a murder.
3: There has not been a murder. There has been an accident. There has been a horrible accident, but one that we will recover from. But that, coupled with this, is just... Another sign that we need to be more strict about our rules and our guidelines here.
2: Sure, but the list of people that would have had access to this book when it was put in the choir loft until now is very, very short. So I think you should, when you reconsider your rules, consider who has had access to the chapel and who has a big red marker.
0: Yeah, you you, you said this is like another sign that that, that stuff is, you know, not great. Uh, you know, I was talking to uh, Mr. Castro earlier. Do you also think it was a bad idea to reopen the, the chapel and everything?
3: Not, no. I, Mr. Castro and I agree on some things and we disagree on others. I don't believe that a site with this significance should be used for weddings. I think it should be purely a, a holy piece of architecture
0: that's understandable i I respect that
3: the weddings are fine i understand that it's tourism i understand that we don't have full control over this historic site but i think this and she holds up the hymnal is a great example of why and she sort of pauses and looks back down at the box holding the broken stained glass window.
0: You really love this place. You want it to be cut pristine? Yes. I understand. That's, that's commendable. It's a beautiful place. Rich history.
3: Yes. Well...
2: What do you know about submarines?
3: I don't know how to answer that. I would say I am not an expert.
2: You know the history of this place. Do you remember anything in the history about there being a submarine on the river?
3: Renette, she looks at you. She's very confused.
0: I, I, I look like I'm just like, just humor her for a bit. Like, I don't know what this is about, but like. You seem very knowledgeable about this island and its history i mean i don't know is there some uh, some connection somewhere to a
3: to a submarine i guess you know that this is a river
0: yeah um typically maybe not deep enough for submarines but maybe just like a like it like a little one
3: okay i'm going to go oh okay. thank you very much for bringing this to my attention she kind of looks up to the heavens, closes her eyes, takes a deep breath. Thank you.
0: Oh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to ask her.
3: One step outside the door. Uh, Two steps outside the door.
0: Help me. <laughs> you know what? I like your, 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 your gear, your get up. It's, um, you know, I've, I mean, I, I come from a lot, uh, you know, I, I do a lot of costuming, but I'm interested in, I know a lot of, uh, orders of, uh, of, of nuns and whatnot. Their, their habits have like rich detailed histories about like, you know, why, why there's this pleat here? Why there's this here? And I just, I, I was just, I can't help, but be curious and ask about If you wouldn't mind sharing, would you mind talking about your your get up?
3: After that second step, she came to a stop facing away from you. And both of you can see the rain sort of bouncing off of her head as she stands there as you trail off. And she reaches into a pocket and her hand is doing something there. And then she just keeps walking.
2: I think perhaps that was a rosary and she's praying for your soul.
0: Okay. See, I was just imagining a stress ball. Like she's really had enough of it today, but I isn't think a I, rosary just a stress ball for nuns? I. You know what? Now I, I think it is, but also I still really want to know. Actually, I was trying to think of something to ask her, but now I actually really want to know um, more about her nun stuff
2: her habit sure her costume here and 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 Taylor and yeah the reindeer that matches black matches everything of course I, I think I think she did it uh, yeah I think I don't know I'm just getting some vibes um
0: as the kids would say um should hmm. we try to reconvene with uh with our other with our other friends and try to put together the the hues what happened talk about the octopus legs i'm very distressed yeah that's that's 100% what's going on here um we have found uh or ursula the whatever her title is and the fork ah!
3: <laughs> hey i realized i have a fan on um does that show up
0: i don't hear it
3: cool
1: it's i over love there. that most
0: of us like leaned in even though we're all wearing headphones like can i hear it get a little closer
1: it's louder the closer you are to the screen don't you know exactly (laughs)